Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. This is Morning Coffee, a show where we bring you the news and events first thing during the day. And we cover everything from finance to U.S. news, world news, health news, World War Three news, the psychological warfare program that we're all victims of included. And it's a wonderful day to be alive, December 20th, 2022. I know a lot of you are freezing your butts off right now in weather well below zero Fahrenheit. And uh, I've been having people from across the country being like, we're freezing. Look at look at our snapshots from our weather app and uh i hope y'all are doing okay and staying warm and you have backup plans to do so as well i'm fortunate enough to be in 30 to 40 degrees just incredibly wet but i hope you all are doing well we're going to get into the news of the day and then of course in the evening time at 5:30 p.m pacific uh 8:30 p.m eastern time Josh goes live with the Daily Dose, where he covers the unfolding global conspiracy in depth, news of the day as well, and everything else that's unfolded throughout the day between now and then. Also, you guys, if you um, want more content from Josh, tune into the Dark to Light show. It's really great. You could get that on anywhere you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, etc. Check your apps for the dark to light show and enjoy that it's published every day just after this show and uh you can check all those out it's good stuff so enjoy that there's a lot of content there i think he has like i think he's coming up on about 150 episodes so there's just a ton a ton of content there and it's every day monday through friday so check it out plus he does love a lot of other shows as well so you'll see him all around the interwebs Anyway, let's see. It's Tuesday. It's the 20th. We're heading right into Christmas weekend. The news is not slowing down one bit. I'll tell you what. Let's take a look at what's going on here. And we'll start with finance as we like to do because we don't like to do it. And we want to get it out of the way. U.S. lawmakers have agreed to a $1.7 trillion spending bill and plan to rush it through the House and Senate before Christmas Eve shutdown deadline. Yeah, they're trying to cram this thing through. Of course, it's just crooked spending. Let's see what we have here. Um, there's a lot of pork in it. Bloomberg.com reported on it. Let's see what they had to say. Ukraine aid, election changes attached to this must-pass bill. Senate, House claim to act to avert December 24th government shutdown. U.S. lawmakers have agreed to a $1.7 trillion funding bill and plan to ram the compromise legislation through the House and Senate this week to avert the December 24th government shutdown. The bill which would provide funding for government eight government agencies through September 30th, end of fiscal 2023, includes $858 billion for national defense, $76 billion to increase over current levels. Incre oh, it's a $76 billion increase over current levels. Domestic agencies would see $773 billion. Yada, yada, yada. Same old story with the government spending. They're trying to push this bill through. And, of course, there's all this dirty pork in it. And they're kind of – it's kind of a, 
a duress situation where it's you're damned if you do pass it and you're damned if you don't. So we'll see how this pans out this week, but it's just gross that they continue with the same old saga. It's sad, really sad. Our government is is quite is is not in good shape. I'll tell you what, from my point of view. And of course, Americans are falling behind on credit card and loan payments as inflation persists, and this doesn't seem like it's stopping either. We'll see why, but people are just having to rely on credit cards more and more. People aren't getting house loans as much as they were, whether that's because they're buying with cash. Yeah, some of them are, but most of us can't afford that, so we're just not buying houses, let's be real. Um, and inflation is still driving up. Today, the dollar decreased in value, which means it takes more of that cheap dollar to pay for your stuff. So inflation's going up as we speak. And this was a weird one. I'll be honest. I don't fully understand this in-depth financial stuff, which is why we talk to people like uh, Dr. Kirk Elliott uh, at getgoldtoday.com and other professionals in this. Even Josh might have a better understanding, and I can ask him about this tonight. But the global markets are jolted as BOJ, the Bank of Japan, surprises with yield policy change. And from what I understand, instead of their their uh, yield ten year yield being stuck at zero, they're they're redefining it in a way to allow it to float around, changing the dynamic of the markets globally. Um, possibly more instability globally. The U.S. dollar seemed to come down because of it. Let's see what Yahoo Finance says. And like I said, if anybody understands this better, please, if like you could explain it to me like I'm Joe Biden, send it my way. If somebody wrote it down in an article that explains it really well, send it my way because I do want to understand this stuff. But I think I get the gist of it. So let's look at this, what Yahoo Finance says. The Bank of Japan's unexpected hawkish, hawkish, hawkish shift sent shockwaves through global markets as the developed world's last holdout for rock-bottom interest rates inches toward policy normalization. Japanese government bonds and treasuries both slumped while the yen surged after the BOJ raised its cap on benchmark 10-year yields to around 0.5% from 0.25%, surprising every economist surveyed by Bloomberg. The fallout touched everything from U.S. stock index futures to the Australian dollar and gold. The turbulence is unlikely to end on Tuesday. Japan is the world's largest creditor, and tightening domestic financial conditions may result in a wave of capital returning home. That threatens to push down asset prices and boost global borrowing costs at a time the economic outlook is deteriorating. It is important not to underestimate the impact this could have because tighter BOJ policy would remove one of the last global anchors that has helped to keep borrowing costs at a lower level more broadly, Deutsche Bank AG's global head of macro research Jim Reed wrote in a note to clients. Investors are expected to exit bonds in the U.S., Australia, and France, and developed market equities also likely to decline according to the USB Group AG. The Swiss bank's asset management arm, as well as Schroeder's PLC and Blue Bay Asset Manager, are among those who stand to benefit from the BOJ decision. So, this is an interesting move happening here. 
we'll have to just keep our eye on it and listen to the professionals when it comes to finance and these complex concepts and dance moves that they do behind the curtain with all of our money. So, um, very interesting, very interesting. I don't think this is good at all. I don't think it's the end of the world, but I don't think it's a step in the right direction. And it's interesting to say the less, to say the least. All right. Hey, good morning, everybody. Let me check the chats here. Hey, Dante, Castle Drummer, Fig, Karen, you guys rock. Thanks. Good morning. Hope you all are doing well. Get your coffee ready. Wake up. Rise and shine. Get the sand out of your eyes. Uh, USMC Sergeant, good to see you. Darren, as always, good morning. We do have some donations here, too. P-Dog is celebrating a two-month substreak. Thank you, P-Dog. Z-Man is celebrating a two-month substreak, too. You guys rock. Thanks for subscribing. And Nadine donated a diamond. Love morning coffee. Well, we love you, too, Nadine. Good to see you. Hope you're doing well. Thank you so much for the donation. I appreciate that. All right, let's get out of financial talk here. Um, but before I do, remember, you guys, get goldtoday.com if you want to purchase gold and silver or transfer 401ks, Roth IRAs over, or just talk to some professionals when it comes to finance and let them know where you're at, where you want to be, and see what they have to say. You can get a free consultation at getgoldtoday.com with Dr. Kirk Elliott and his wonderful team. Hey, Ponlo Picasso. Good to see you. All right. Let's see. Do we have anybody over there on Pilled? Golden. Okay. So U.S. News. It looks like we do. We got Trump. I was looking at Trump's Truth Social this morning, and holy smokes, he's really kind of letting things loose over there. I wanted to share that. It kind of made me excited. Let's see what Trump had to say this morning. He was up early. Let's go to his main page here. Truth Social. He said... Uh, I see where the unselect committee using the Democrats' favorite weapon, disinformation, all caps, is trying to make the case that I didn't really believe I won the election. This is a total lie. I never thought for even a moment that the presidential election of 2020 was not rigged and stolen, and my conviction became even stronger as time went by. Now, with all of the massive evidence that has come to light including recently with the FBI suppression of election-changing information, I was 100% right. So Trump sticking to it. And he also said this, the so-called deep state, often referred to by many other referred to by many other names, including cheaters, insurrectionists, communists, and yes, even our good old rhinos have been working on sinister and evil plots for a long time, even well before I came to office. They are long-seated swamp creatures and are bad news for the USA. Remember, very early on when Obama, Biden, Holder, and Comey were spying on my campaign? I wonder if their hand-picked special prosecutor, Jack Smith, knew what was going on. Wow. Trump calling out the deep state once again beautiful i love it i look cold i know i'm pr pretty warm in here i don't have my heater installed yet i do have a portable heater but i switch it off right before i go live because it's a little bit loud and i want to have good audio quality i'm fairly warm um it's a good i don't know 40 degrees and rainy so i'm a lot warmer than probably many 
many out there. By is the Biden green energy plan affecting you, Vince? <laughs> it actually does. They do crazy stuff. They make you um they make you do all kinds of things with your house. They're like, if you put if you install a um if you install a natural gas uh fireplace like a propane fireplace, then you have to get a more efficient water heater or more efficient windows or something. They make you maintain a certain, uh, like score on your efficiency of your house and everything. It's fucked up. Yeah. Communist Washington. Some of you are in the same boat as me, but hopefully we could clean up the damn swamp. So check out Trump on true social. He goes off sometimes. It's really entertaining. Let's keep going, though. Um, Biden said some stuff about the uh, nuclear deal, the Iran Iran nuclear deal, the JCPOA. And this video was pretty interesting. This man cannot be let, let out in public. He just, uh, he really, <laughs> I think he's a little out of it. But listen to what he said. I think he's somewhat conscious still. So he was asked, please announce that the Iran deal is dead. He's, and he responds to the woman, no, I'm not going to announce that. It is dead, but we're not going to announce it for multiple reasons. We, we just don't want any deals with the Mullahs. No deals. They don't represent us. They are not our government. Wow. We're not going to announce it, but it's dead. They're just playing games. No one's surprised. It's pretty wild stuff there. All right. Um, Title 42 was in the news yesterday. It was supposed to come to an end, but the Supreme Court orders Title 42 will stay in place. This helps with the border. How much, though, really? I don't know. Title 42, which gave officials the ability to expel illegal immigrants over health concerns, was set to expire on Wednesday. On Monday, the Supreme Court of the U.S. issued a stay on the lifting of Title 42, which gave officials the ability to expel illegal immigrants over health concerns and was set to expire Wednesday. According to the Texas Tribune, quote, immigration officials have used the health order more than two million times to expel migrants. The ruling comes after a lawsuit filed Monday from 19 GOP-led states asked to keep the rules in place as a measure to stave off the impact of Biden's border crisis, which has seen 2.3 over 2.3 million encounters with illegal immigrants in the 2022 fiscal year and 1.6 million in 2021. Those are estimates. It's actually much higher. So here is the proof. And this border crisis is horrendous. Of course, you have John Pierre or Jean John Jean Pierre, useless uh, White House press secretary out there spouting lies. Let's see what she said about it. 
the fact that the uh, removal of Title 42 is happening in just a day or two doesn't mean that the border is open. It just doesn't mean that. Uh, when Title 42 goes away, we will go back to Title 8, uh, which allows for a process to make sure that people can have their own asylum claims heard, and those who do not have a legal basis to remain will be quickly removed. That doesn't change the process uh, that we have been moving forward with since day one of this administration. The oh, my God. She just sounds like she's always whining. It doesn't change what's happening with this administration. Good God. Well, it's staying. Sorry, lady. Useless. Um, I thought I had... I have another story having to do with uh, migrants right here. Elon Musk criticizes media to... Uh, he criticizes media silence on the U.S. migrant crisis last night, rightly so. This is good. This is good news. Um, I'm glad this is happening. The billionaire questioned the lack of coverage of thousands of people crossing the U.S.'s southern border. Um, Bill Mulligan tweeted, New video provided by Fox News, or provided to Fox News by Texas Congressman Tony Gonzalez shows extreme overcrowding at the Border Patrol Center Processing Center in El Paso, Texas. Congressman Gonzalez says he took the video on Friday when 4,600 migrants were in federal custody. Capacity is only 1,040, so it's over four times capacity. Um, I do want to open up the original tweet real quick because... Um, oh, gosh. Is it going to be hard to find? Yeah. Great. Uh, over oh, right here. Why? Here we go. I guess this is, that's exactly what Elon Musk replied to saying, why do so few report about millions of people crossing the border? And I'm starting to think maybe Elon Musk, um, replied to multiple tweets about the border. Um, because I thought I remembered something else as well. Maybe not. Maybe that's it. Anyway. It's good. Very good. Very good. I like it. So let's see what else we have. We had an active shooter situation in Kenosha, Wisconsin yesterday. And the reason why I wanted to pick this up is not to scare the shit out of everybody, but to just show why this border crisis actually matters. I think that they can be connected and people are going to be like, Oh my God, you hate Mexicans. You're racist. And not all Mexicans are criminals. And I'm, I'm half Mexican. And I believe that closing the border would reduce crimes like this. At, lo at least five people shot, including the suspect suspect is a Hispanic male with tattoo tattoos on his face and has been rushed to the hospital. Police say it's no longer an active situation wonder yeah i wonder i wonder i wonder this is probably gang related and it's just a sh quite a shame that people have to suffer like this gross 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 yeah we've got to control that border so many people have crossed through it's ridiculous millions of people and here look at this harvard poll
Harvard poll, 75% think less than a million illegals entered last year. When told the correct number, 2.75 million, 67% of people want stricter laws. So people don't even know what the heck is going on. And then when they find out what's going on, they're like, oh yeah, we need to do something about that. Hello. Oh my gosh. Most people think it's just a little, like hundreds of thousands. Most people think 500,000 to 100,000 people. Good God. This is so crazy. So this goes to prove that once people know the truth, there we go. And Elon Musk responded to this as well. That's what I remember. He said in response to this poll, why is this never in the news? Yeah, why is it never in the news? Oh, we know why it's never in the news because they're bought and paid for. Mockingbird Project, Mockingbird, <sighs> corrupt. Yeah, we know why. That's why the new fake news is failing, and we're all here together this morning. Uh, bless our souls. Van Halen said, "When her wig wiggles, you know she's lying." <laughs> Co- <laughs> correlation. That's a funny correlation. <laughs> All right. Um, Carrie Lake wins the right to bring election fraud case to trial. Judge denies motion to dismiss to dismiss the trials to proceed Wednesday and Thursday. That is starting tomorrow. Hey, Nate, welcome. Good morning. Hope you're doing good. Let's take, this is good news. We'll see what pans out of it. Um, our election case is going to trial. Katie Hobbs' attempt to have our case thrown out failed. She will have to take a stand and testify. Buckle up, America. This is far from over, Carrie Carrie Lake tweeted yesterday evening. The trial will proceed with evidentiary hearings on Wednesday and Thursday this week. The Gateway Pundit reported earlier that Carrie Lake's attorneys gave an oral argument over the motion to dismiss in court this morning. And so it'll be interesting. They're going to present evidence and hopefully move forward fiercely. And we can see some uh, some justice here. Well, Nate, I'm glad you made it, man. I'm glad you made it. Hey, Raja. Okay. Bill Gates isn't happy. Bill Gates said that Elon Musk's Twitter is stirring up digital polarization, uh, FT reported. Oh, man. Bill Gates, who are you, dude? Loser. No one cares. Bill Gates is scared. I wonder what part scares him the most. The FBI being exposed um, for paying off the media to censor um, the right or just the truth about everything coming out i wonder if he has a reason to be scared like maybe it'll lead to him maybe i don't know probably i could only assume uh musk's i I love that bill gates is saying that though that means that that he's like we need to do something about this this is good um musk had that poll the other day where he said, should I step down from Twitter? And there's different news being put released on this. 
um, from the left and right. It's just people all over the place. They're like, Elon Musk is considering stepping down. I really don't think he's actually considering stepping down. Um, he did that poll and a majority of people did say to step down, whether they be real people or bots is up for debate. Very likely to be a lot of bots though. Let's be real. Infowars reported on the story. Musk suggests poll results um, saying he should step down as Twitter CEO were rigged by bots. Um, Wall Street Silver posted this uh, tweet saying, it's very interesting when you compared the numbers of votes versus the number of likes on tweets. Did bots brigade the Elon poll yesterday? So on this poll that he did to reinstate former President Trump, um, let's look. They got 15 million votes and 836,000 likes on the poll to step down. It got four, almost 15 million votes and 312,000 likes. So why are there half as many likes on this poll? It's very interesting. Elon Musk responded uh, with something. I don't see it here. Oh, maybe it wasn't to this tweet. Oh, here it is. He said, interesting. <laughs> so Kim.com also insisted that the poll results had been gamed by bots telling Musk it's unwise to roll a poll like this when you are now deep state enemy number one. They have the biggest bot army on Twitter. They have hundred. Uh, they have 100,000 analysts with 30 to 40 accounts all voting against you. Let's clean up and then run this poll again. The majority has faith in you, kissy emoji. And Elon Musk also responded to that. Good point. Well, he responded to somebody who responded to that tweet. The person said, Blue subscribers should be the only ones who can vote in policy-related polls. We actually have skin in the game. Elon Musk said, good point. We're, we will, Twitter will make that change. So it seems like, according to Musk, Twitter will only be allowing blue check people or potentially other verified accounts to vote on polls, which will be interesting. And I don't think it's a great solution, but I think it's an interesting thing happening at Twitter. Just, yeah, that's all. So I don't think Elon Musk is step, stepping down. Personally, different news agencies are saying different things. I think they're not seeing uh, everything. They're not looking at everything and also making up assumptions, which it's not a crazy assumption to make after some of what we saw. But I guess let's wait and see what happens. There was a large earthquake in Northern California last night, I believe, or was it early this morning? Power out across Humboldt County. I'm not sure of the status of the power outage right now, but we can check. A strong 6.4 earthquake hits off Ferndale, Northern California. Dozens of aftershocks power out across Humboldt County, NorCal early Tuesday morning this occurred. USGS reports the strong quake struck at 2.34 a.m. Tuesday, about seven and a half miles southwest, southwest of Ferndale, a city in Humboldt County. Oh, our home
home as a 140-year-old Victorian. The north-south shaking is very evident in what fell. This was our coffee station. No. Not the coffee station. Terrible. This is why, you guys, I always say it. Please, please prepare for natural disasters. At the very least. Um... Earthquakes, hurricanes, tornadoes, volcanoes, these types of things, windstorms, heavy rain, flooding. The list never ends when it comes to Mother Nature. No matter where you are in the world, you have something like this. So prepare, have an emergency kit with some snacks and food, non-perishables, first aid kits, medicine, water, at the very least. A lot of these things are fairly cheap right now, so put together a little kit, maybe put one in your car, put one in your spouse's car, put a couple bags around, some totes, Yeah, you know, uh, this stuff could go a long way in an emergency, they happen all the time, and we need to be prepared, especially for the type of emergencies, uh, the maybe far out there to some people, emergencies that we might see, like a financial collapse, mass panic, looting the shit hit the fan situations world war three okay i don't think this is too far off from happening potentially and that is something else to keep in mind when you're thinking about prepping um there are links in the description for um my patriot supply if that's the route you want to go and you have some money to spend and you want to get it out of the way and get food on hand or get supplies on hand water filtration that's one way if you're on a budget i totally understand there are ways to do it on a budget too. Just do something and be proactive. Um, buy canned food, beans and rice, package it for storing long term. There's a lot of helpful things online to explain how to do that on a budget as well. So please, please do it. All right, let's talk a little bit about world news. Uh, this is good news. Between Russia and the U.S., believe it or not, Russia's space chief praises the U.S. after ISS coolant leak. The International Space Station had a coolant leak. Russians on board. They, uh, U.S. sprung to action and saved them. Uh, this happened after, I mean, the Russians had done the same thing for the U.S., so this was kind of expected when this was announced a couple days ago when this leak had sprung. Um, I think it was, they said it was a micrometeorite that hit the station and it caused a leak of some um, coolant. And people were like, oh no, it's a space weapon. Okay, I don't think so. Otherwise we probably would have seen more destruction. Um, and I don't know if they have pea shooters in space. They probably do. The lasers, all kinds of stuff. Who knows? Projectiles. But I think this was an accident. They came together and helped each other out. Hopefully we could continue to see stuff like this because, you know, no one deserves to be stuck in space or to die on a space mission. And we're trying to, we're trying to explore and expand and progress as humans. This is good. This is good news. However, not great news here on Earth. Um, on the floor, on the ground. Putin is set... Putin to set 2020, 2023 military aims in defense meeting Wednesday. 
the insider paper reported the Kremlin he is going to speak tomorrow on his 2023 military aims. So he's going to lay down what his plan is for 2023 to the world. So we'll see what Putin has to say and what direction they're looking at going tomorrow. Also, another explosion and fire reported at key pipeline in Chuvashia. This is in Russia. It brings gas from Russia to Europe. Three people have been reported dead. This is probably an attack. Let's get real. Let's take a look at this article. Another pipeline. There's an image there. Three people died Tuesday in a fire at a key gas pipeline in western Russia that sends supplies through Ukraine and onto Europe, the regional governor told state-run television. Images circulating on social media showed the large fire, uh, large ball of fire billowing over one- and two-story buildings in a snow-blanketed village, with residents moving closer to inspect the blaze. Not smart. According to preliminary data, four people were working at the site. Unfortunately, three of them died when gas suddenly ignited, Oleg Nikolaev said. One person, a driver, survived and is in a state of shock, he added on television. The fire, which emergency services said has been extinguished, erupted near the village of Yambekino, around 600 kilometers east of Moscow. A local branch of emergency services said the blast occurred during planned repairs on the Erangoy Pomery Uzgorod pipeline, which also which also is known as the Brotherhood pipeline. The pipeline which passes through Ukraine is one of the main gas links from Russia to Europe. Moscow has dramatically reduced shipments to Europe in response to western sanctions over the conflict in Ukraine. This does not help the winter situation in Europe. Hopefully they could get back on track. Maybe you know it appears it appears maybe it is an accident. It's impossible for me to know, but if we just take this at face value, it's an unfortunate accident and we hope we don't see much of this because it costs lives down the road or down the pipe where people need that fuel to stay warm through winter. Uh This is ridiculous. Norwegian filmmaker faces prison for stating men cannot be lesbians. Yeah, Norwegian filmmaker faces prison for stating men cannot be lesbians. Could you imagine this? This is why we fight for free speech. That is so ridiculous, especially because he's kind of right. Let's be honest. Let's see what's going on here. This is crazy. Tonjay Javon is, or I guess Tony Javon, is under investigation for hate speech after insisting that trans women are still men. Norwegian police are investigating comments by openly lesbian filmmaker and actress Tony Javon after she suggested in a Facebook post in October that male to female transgender women are still men. So this is a lesbian ch chick saying this, I guess, it appears. Um, 
Javon now faces up to three years in prison after Norway's parliament outlawed hate speech against transgender people in 2020. <coughs> How is this hate speech? Oh my gosh. The filmmaker was speaking out against men who constantly claim they are lesbians and women, arguing that such people are perverse fetishists who discriminate against real women. Specifically, she singled out Christine Gentoft, a prominent Norwegian trans activist who was born male, but now identifies as a lesbian mother. Javon pointed out that under Norway's new hate speech laws, heterosexual, heterosexual lesbian men, such as Jantoft, have been granted the power to report other men and women who do not wish to accept the bullshit of gender identity and refuse to conform to this crazy religious regime. Yeah, I mean, I say it with love when I say I agree with this nonsensical craziness you got to say something about it and if they just arrest people for saying the truth this is this is absurd and this is what we're starting to see in other countries man this is the second story we had one yesterday too what the hell is going on this is psychological warfare at its finest tell you what it really is not normal let's talk about health a little bit the most important data set of the pandemic was just released. You guys are going to like this because it's something tangible we can point to when people are telling us, you're crazy, the jab's good. This is a Substack article by a Midwestern doctor. A Midwestern doctor from December 12th. And there are some great things in here. If we just, I want to look at the pictures here. Let me go down. One in particular is really great. Here we go. Lawson's presentation of the KVB data. This is probably the most important graph. We have all heard stories of individuals dying. Suddenly after vaccination, I've seen a report of an individual who appeared to be in good health, making a thump in another room and being found dead shortly after by their spouse. This just shows as soon as the COVID, experimental COVID vaccines were introduced, we saw increase in sudden death, increase in death occurring within less than 24 hours after onset of symptoms, unless otherwise stated, an increase in death without others present, and an increase in other vague or unspecified causes of death from 2021 through 2022. Huge spike. Huge spike. So here's another one, fatalities, fatalities per quarter, 2016 to 2022. Huge increases in sudden cardiac death, cardiac arrest, sudden death, etc. again. The data is there. It's unquestionable. Vaccination side effect codes, cumulative data, the number of patients with vaccination side effects who sought medical care. Um, on the bottom, on the right hand side, you have 2021 and everything. You could barely see anything else on the chart well below 500,000. All of a sudden in 2021, you're at 2.5 million or just shy of 2.5 million. So this is all stuff we know. Uh, there's a lot of great information and charts in here. I'm going to go ahead and post this onto um, the 
social red pill right now so that you guys uh, can have it and read it and share it to uh, this weekend at the Christmas d- dinner table with your liberal brothers and sisters. That's always fun. Uh, let's see. Let me just post this real quick. And by the way, everything I talked about will be posted tonight after the Daily Dose um, at redpills.tv. I've been posting the recaps of everything Josh talks about, all of the references and articles and links, as well as everything we talk about during morning coffee. I just think this is important. So I want to post this particular one now on the Social Red Pill. If you're not a part of it, it's www.socialredpill.com and it doesn't cost you a dime to join. But if you do want to support us, there are subscriptions you could get. But join and join the thing. You get everything there. Um, participate in the community. We have a uh, Zoom room, a Zoom room that's open every night. There's always a few people in there, at least after the Daily Dose. Josh comes in on Tuesday nights, uh, most weeks. And we have a and a and a good old time. So uh, join the social red pill. Yeah, and then there's that weird stuff going on in China right now with uh, all those videos of people dying and stuff. And I, I'm i just skeptical about this stuff naturally after what we've been going through. The source seemed legit, but even still, I'm, I'm like, skeptical. But maybe I'm being too skeptical. But, um, excuse me. We could be seeing a disease spreading now, starting in China, and hopefully not, but... They're reporting that uh, hospitals are full, crematories are full, a lot of people are passing away over there, and uh, it's not good. So we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. This one's creepy. Molecular biologist unveils unveils the world's first artificial womb facility. And I don't think this is the first artificial womb facility. If we look back at... um, the world's fair back in the early or the late 19th century i believe it was maybe the earliest maybe the early 1900s but i think it was the late 1800s in the u.s we had the world's fairs everywhere and they had the cabbage patch kids and incubators and people adopting children by the masses at these events and um i think you could argue that those are incubators or um this type of same thing a womb, an artificial womb, is an incubator, pretty much. Maybe one could argue. So, uh, but this is interesting nonetheless. Maybe that's just what they do. It's so creepy, isn't it? I don't like it. News Punch reported. Um, a molecular a molecular biologist based in Berlin, Germany, has unveiled its concept for the world's first artificial womb facility. Ecto life that can grow as many as 30,000 babies in a year. Last month, Hashem Al-Ghali, a molecular, molecular biologist, producer, filmmaker, and science communicator, claimed, My new concept will be unveiled early December, something I have been working on for a while. He added that the new concept relies on over 50 years of grand, groundbreaking scientific research. Creepy video, uh, creepy animated video here of these incubators with babies in them. The Gateway Pundit reports EctoLife, which operates solely on renewable energy, enables infertile couples to conceive and become the biological parents of their own offspring. 
It's a perfect solution for women who had their uterus surgically removed due to cancer or other complications. With Ectolife, premature births and C-sections will be a thing of the past. Ectolife is designed to help countries that are suffering from severe population decline, including Japan, Bulgaria, South Korea, and many others, according to its press release. According to the WHO, around 300,000 women die from pregnancy complications. Ectolife artificial womb is designed to alleviate human suffering and reduce the chances of C-sections, Hessian wrote. Yeah. An interview with the Science and Stuff, Al Gailey, revealed that he believes that Ectolife concept, the Ectolife concept would replace natural birth in the future. They want to replace natural birth in the future. A total of 75 fully functional laboratories can be found within the building, according to the press release. Up to 400 artificial wombs or growth pods can be housed in each cutting-edge lab. Every pod is made to be just like the conditions inside the mother's uterus. Ectolife allows your baby to develop an infection-free environment. The pods are made of materials that prevent germs from sticking to their surfaces. Every growth pod features sensors that can monitor your baby's vital signs, including heartbeat, temperature, blood pressure, breathing rate, and oxygen, oxygen saturation. The artificial intelligence-based system also monitors the physical features of your baby and reports any potential genetic abnor abnormalities. The pods are equipped with a screen that displays real-time data on the developmental progress of your baby. These data are sent directly to your phone so you can track the baby's health from the comfort of your zone. The comfort, the comfort of your zone? This is some creepy, creepy stuff. They call your where you are your zone. Oh my gosh, stay in your zone. This is some, like, this is some futuristic creepy stuff, y'all. Um... They want artificial babies to be the thing of the future. Maybe this is just the process, the fourth turning. This is what they do. They go to the artificial wombs during the resets. Serious. Think maybe. Wild stuff, you guys. We have a little bit of other stuff going on. There was a weird article that came out. I think it just has to do with... Um, uh, solar flares, but uh, it was reported by the Daily Mail yesterday that a shockwave, a mysterious shockwave, cracked the Earth's magnetosphere, which protects us from dangerous radiation. And they're saying that it was probably the sun. They don't really know what the hell it came from, though. But that stuff's still happening, so hopefully we don't get a big solar flare. But that's pretty much everything we have for today, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's installment of Morning Coffee. We'll be back before you know it. Um, we'll be releasing videos like we have been every morning, every evening, and in between. Josh is doing shows as well, so catch those. Um, we'll be back live tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific. 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time with a Daily Dose. I'll see you guys on the social red pill. If you want to reach out, you can always reach out there to Joshua or myself or just share with the entire red pill family. Share news, comment on each other's things. You know, you could really share whatever you'd like. Um, 
books, recommended books. There's a book club on there. There's all kinds of fun stuff, even recipes and um, all kinds of cool stuff. So check it out. Let us know what you're looking at, what resources you have. Um, start some conversations with us. We'd love to see you there. It's extremely active. We've gotten like, I can't even keep up with the app anymore. I used to be able to, but it's so active. I have to just kind of pick through it. <clears throat> and uh, we'll have to find out where Josh, if Josh published his blog yet. We have somebody asking about that. I'm not sure if he's published it yet, but we'll find out tonight. Everybody, thank you so much for your constant support. Without you guys, we could not continue to do this. Uh, we are completely funded by you all. So thank you for anybody who's donated donated today. And there are all the ways you can support us in the chat below. A thank you, Grits, for the three bells and everybody else who donated, Nadine and everyone. I appreciate it. We'll see you soon. I'll be back tomorrow morning, same bat place, same bat time. See you then. God bless and God speed. Thank <laughs> you.